0: Welcome everyone to Gundam I Hardly Known, the book style club podcast where we cover every Gundam anime, movie, uh, OVA, uh, serial, gumpla, serial, that's ever come out and you're going to come along with us and it's going to be an amazing journey and we're going to grow together, we're going to learn together, it's going to be awesome. Simon, how do you feel about this?
1: you have your two co-captains i'm feeling really good right now i feel like i have a energy that got restored i feel as though um i just uh, went to confessional and all my demons are out now um
2: Uh, hey 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 guys what's what's going on shit
1: oh and christian that's when uh, I
0: told him, hey, what the fuck? That's wait, hey, not what, a what the fuck is happening? That's not a pickup. Of... See, uh, Simon was just saying like, hey, let's. I was just telling Christian do the show. A quick story. And maybe maybe we don't. Let's
1: let's do the show.
0: Wait, no. So if you really want to, I mean,
1: like I was. Look, hey, look, actually... I don't want to make this awkward,
2: but it just just the way you guys were talking, it just seemed like you're doing the podcast. But like, I
1: Christian didn't let no me finish. Way, I said I want to do the. The show, yeah. But I, if I, if Christian would let me finish my sentence, I would. I, I was gonna say, I, I want to the do the project show. That Michael, we were a brand new together, a brand new yeah. gift that I got you. Actually, um, thank, uh, thank God, our cam cameras are off because huh. there's a yep. big gift for you. Thank God, and I can't wait. I can't wait to show it to you.
2: Look. If this is some sort of power play, if this is it, if this is your big move to take over the podcast, it didn't fucking work. You fucked up. Because I'm here. I still control the feed, baby. I still control the feed. Hello and welcome to Gundam I Hardly Know Him, the book club style podcast where we tackle every Gundam series, OVA, movie, in release order. I'm Michael, and I'm joined by two members of my Cyclops team. I got Christian...
0: Hey, everybody, um, let me out. Hashtag Alex got out, and I'm trying to get out. Alex, uh, Michael's got us trapped in here.
1: Free Christian. Hashtag <laughs> free Christian.
2: Free Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and we've also got Simon.
1: I I want to stay here forever, baby. Um, I'm down on the floor kissing your boots i i
0: worship <laughs> simon stockholm content. hopkins over here yeah
1: yeah 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 i i uh i think i need to get out in a different way um but uh i'm excited to be here talking about um my favorite show pretty much in the whole world i think oh yeah, um,
2: yeah. whoa 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 love to hear it today is hmm it's episode two of season five, and we are covering the second or the uh, third and fourth episode of Gundam War in the Pocket. Um, I I feel like I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say, but I firstly want to say I miss you all.
1: It's been and a I long don't time. Think, are you? I don't think that talking to the viewers or to us.
2: Well, I'm talking to you. Like, I don't... And, like, maybe that's why... Oh. Maybe that's why you're trying to take oh. the... Maybe that's why you're trying to, like, take the podcast away, is that I don't say it enough. um, And I want to make up for lost time. So, like, I thought maybe oh after... Oh, God. I thought that maybe after the podcast, we could go, like, throw catch, like, the three of us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, can we do the thing that we used to do where <laughs> you and Christian would throw the ball for me and I'd fetch it with my mouth <laughs> and I'd bring it back to you.
0: Yeah, only if you do it I the way like, only
2: if you do it the way we used to do it, where you put on a collar and took off all of your and clothes. I took off all my clothes. And, uh, only
0: yeah. if you remember to bring a towel, because you know every time you brought the ball back, it was just covered in saliva, and it just. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, straight. and I could also have an
1: accident, and
0: you might want to pick <laughs> oh, it, it up in case that. you're like just, inside or I was something. Clean it up, you know, just in case.
1: I just I was thinking about how much I missed that too, mm-hmm. and I think that. That we need to move back in together. (laughs) Yeah, you
2: all don't know this, but we used to live in a fucking podcast grindhouse. We fucking just like...
0: Yeah, it was was like a... It was was like a flop house. And there were a bunch of people (laughs) plodding in there. It was condemned housing. (laughs) Gamma, undem, Gamma. We had a few rats for roommates, you know they would come over on pizza
1: <laughs> night yeah we we <laughs> got all we got all all left to all sorts of trouble though Yeah, we made like, we made sometimes... simon
2: pledge but we never stopped making him pledge <laughs>
0: yeah
1: yeah it was like it was a two-bedroom apartment so like every night i had a pledge ceremony in the mm-hmm. basement and i just um i had to sit down there um and they only gave me
0: uh a a deck we um we also didn't have a coffee table so every time we uh had something to eat we just told simon simon god dude get on all fours
1: are so sore my like i think i have long-term like back problems as a result of that because you guys would just eat fucking chicken Mm -hmm. wings off my bare back while I was wearing the collar um, and the leash leading up
0: to it. I especially felt bad for Simon um, off oh, nights dude. we got Korean food because, you know, you gotta get a good oh spread. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, what can you
1: do? It, uh, let's just... Anyways, um, I think we can all conclude that we miss each other and we don't need to talk about the past anymore because no. you keep dredging it up, you sick fucks. I have yeah. my own place now, and I have my own Simon that I make... I i'm my bend own over. simon <laughs> yeah i i have my own boy that i live with that i bully huh?
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. right oh. <laughs> um well uh.
2: welcome back welcome back to the show um much like this is an anime podcast yeah totally anime. we've never done an episode about anything except for anime also uh much like Love
0: the stuff the, also astrology much like,
2: much like Australia, it's summertime right now, not wintertime, and it's fucking hot outside.
0: Down under! It's wintertime in Australia, Michael.
2: Oh. <laughs> <It's wintertime. laughs> Such a cool scene. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, Today, we are covering episodes three and four, four in the pocket, but I wanted to talk uh, just generally about the show or the, the OVA. Can we call it a show? Christian, can I call it a show? Let's call it a show. Call it a show. Yeah, we'll call it a Who show. Cares? Yeah. Hey, fuck y'all. Call it fuck a that. show. Yeah, Fuck that. it's a show. And... Um, what do you even stand for? It stands for... Overrated. <laughs> just kidding.
3: <not>. Overrated. <laughs> Overrated. Overrated. <laughs> 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 Which uh, <laughs> brings me into... <laughs>
2: <laughs> the point I wanted to make <laughs> is because I actually think um being you know one third of the way through the show that this might be the most underrated Gundam series. Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, hundred percent. More like, this underrated. Completely, like Exactly. It like redefined what i what i expected from gundam and i think it's mostly because like they finally got the balls to discharge their guns in this one and like there's like blood and shit but yeah. like they've been edging us with like all of these cool like inside um fight scenes for so yeah. long because in all of the previous episodes like they've i, I don't know it's, they take a very star trek approach to it and yeah. like all of the previous um uh, uh, Series Um, Where they just like You know they have guns present But like nobody ever gets shot But in this one I think in these episodes spe- Like specifically It kind of starts to introduce that And definitely ramps it up I think too
0: yeah. like The show does a good job of putting you in Al's shoes A lot of times mean mm-hmm. it like It's really visceral It puts you right in the middle of all the action And all the death and carnage Yeah and It's intense It like I felt a way after I, I finished. I watched from episode four to six today, and it like I was a little bit in tears at episode six. You know, like I was. I felt. Whoa, 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 whoa! Lost. I haven't I watched felt it a yet. Bit sad.
1: <laughs> Be careful now. Yeah,
0: we don't. We don't have
1: to talk. But like, no, I get what you're saying. Like, because the way that people are like, the way that combat works, and the way that like people are kind of killed in this show is like. I don't know it definitely pulls from like war movies and shit where they just like show you these like really like just believable ways that somebody could fall down it's like not like Star Wars where like somebody gets shot and they jump on the ground and they land perfectly on their back and then it like cuts away it's like I don't there's something like really disturbing about like seeing someone shot twice and like their shoulder pulsates one time, and then their abdomen, like, pulsates another time. And because the way their body is, they just crumple or something like that. Instead of just, like, the platonic, like, grab my chest and, like, go to uh-huh, the like... I don't know. It's just, like, a little detail, which is, like, way harder to animate, too. Because you have to, like, think about, like, anatomy and shit. And it's, mm-hmm. like, okay, if, like, somebody gets, like, shot through their stomach, like, what... What how, do how do I animate how they and...
0: walk around now that they're injured and stuff like that? That's very, yeah, very it's weird
1: because like it's so much easier just to like be like, oh, this is the death animation, and this is like like kind of like what video games do. Like in Call of Duty, whenever you die, it looks the exact same kind of. But um, I don't know. That was I I know I'm, I might be getting ahead of myself a little bit, but uh, <laughs> it's a great show if you like watching people.
2: yeah i mean i think it's like what we talked about previously which is dynamics and like that's what made double zeta i think to all of us very good but to this show specifically like the dynamics of a child who's playing like war versus war and death and Mm -hmm. i i mean i think it being the first like I don't think in any other show we've really seen people get shot in the way that they are in this show and die in the way that we yeah. are seeing them in this show. Like I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some blood and there's definitely some shooting, but to just see like the shooting that's happening here, um, very realistic and grounded, is like definitely affecting after seeing Al run around with Bernie for you know an episode right. and just like yeah. pretending
1: like montage it's a it's a cool
0: scene but it's doesn't it doesn't leave you with the impression that it's making that gunfight seem cool you know what i'm saying like Mm -mm. it's totally it's interesting to watch but it doesn't leave you feeling like oh that was badass it's like damn yeah that would be like that's
2: scary you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah totally i mean i think that yeah i mean we'll we'll get to i'm i'm gonna leave it there for now for for uh for the uh for the gunfight but
1: sounds good yeah
2: definitely i mean i don't know simon sounds like you have some hot take not not necessarily a hot take but but some big statements to make about the quality of the show but um i'll let those kind of unfold as we go so i thought that All right. uh, i just
1: like yeah go ahead no you go ahead okay um i was watching it with my friend alex and uh, after episode four ended, uh, she looked at me and she was like, "Oh, so this show's not about Gundam." And I thought that that was really funny because it's called Gundam <laughs> and it's like just this like horrible like fucking also about, like military and kids. I together. also like
2: it because uh, the way that she said that almost makes it sound like Gundam's a character. Like there, there's a main character named Gundam. Yeah, Gundam
1: is about Gundam. <laughs> Gundam yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's Gundam fighting. All the other
0: Gundams. Was she disappointed? Like she wanted more Gundam?
1: No, I just think that like she's heard like a couple episodes of this. So I and I think that we definitely. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know that came up, and I was like, um, uh, I was troubled to say the least. But Mm -hmm. um, it sounded like we didn't do too bad. But like, uh, she also said, um, this all goes credit to Alex. Thank you for sharing your opinions. But she says that we rarely talk about Gundam, um, so that she might not know uh, the the have the best um, you know facts leading into what exactly the show is about. Um, but I think that other than that, she had nothing but good. She really liked it. She like I don't know, really liked all of it. The... I mean, like this is like kind of a wild way to introduce someone to Gundam, like yeah. this OVA, because it's like so much more. It's not goofy, you know. Or it is goofy in parts, but like it's not like fucking 0079 goofy.
2: No, I mean, like, no, also the, it's... the quality is just good. It's just really good quality. Yeah. Like, everything about yeah. this show is good quality. Like, the writing, the everything. animation, the music, everything is just like heightened and really good. So, it, it is like yeah. almost an unfair representation of it. Um, but that doesn't necessarily right, in right. my opinion make it better. Um but we'll we'll get
1: to what it. What I thought was good about showing War in the Pocket to her is like she immediately got that the show is not about robots and it's about like the, the military yeah. and like the like like the people. putting kids in these horrible situations and like I mean if you've listened up until this point you know like I think every single season we have like a whole episode devoted just to talking about like how good of a medium Gundam is to communicate, like, issues like the military industrial complex and, like, you know, arms funding and stuff like that. Like, it's just, like, such a good... Like, with art, like, if you want to communicate a message, you have to use the correct medium. Like, if I wanted to, like, paint a still life, you know, like, using a vector drawing probably wouldn't be the best way of doing that because, you know, it it's just doesn't highlight the subject matter as much and like the same way where like if they wanted to talk about like the military industrial complex but they used like a race car anime or some shit like it probably wouldn't have been as effective like they just did a really good job or even their sources and choosing or
2: even like a very realistic military show about like real military like you're that's only going to go yeah, so far. Yeah, but that's a really good point. You're shoehorning in all of these great points and all these like pseudo political like problems into a fun show that uh, clearly a lot of the audience doesn't realize the, the other points. But, you know, maybe through like I've seen this on the subreddit a lot where somebody says something and people are like, oh, you actually don't you truly don't understand what the show is about. And then they're like they can see a different point of view through the landscape of the show they already like. Um, yeah, and I think that's kind of what the the show is doing.
1: All of the show so far,
2: at least, yeah. you know, I feel like all of them have different. That would be like to cool say. to
1: have somebody, yeah, like on the subreddit that like says that they really like the show, but they're also like really like pro military and like pro like. I don't know, like weapons and stuff. And then they like realized that the whole point of the show it was anti war. <laughs> yeah. But like, if they already like the show, like that's that might be a good like common ground to have that conversation with somebody. Yeah,
2: totally. I mean, like, I've definitely seen that. Like, you can clearly see on and this is going to come up a little bit later. We can clearly see that on the subreddit, like when I read people's opinions, and I haven't been on going on there a lot recently, but like, you can clearly see people who are just like, I like this show. I like the cartoon with the explosions and the robots. Like it's cool (laughs) because the fighting, but like, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think that's why any of us like it. Like, it's cool to have that, but like what I think makes the show good is all of the other bits. So it's just interesting that, yeah, Yeah. you know, maybe, you know, maybe there are people out there that are, you know, getting a, a view of something through, through watching this. But, um, yeah i think that it's a really well constructed uh show war in the pocket so let's let's go ahead and let's jump in let's Let's talk about episode three uh episode three is called at the end and at the end of the rainbow and it aired may 25th 1989 um this episode opens just where episode two left off uh with The Cyclops team continuing to drive down the road as Al uh, hides off the back of the truck. Um, As the truck takes a turn, he's thrown from the back and lands in the bushes, uh, losing where the trucks went. Al decides that uh, his brilliant idea is to go to the police, and he fabricates a story about the trucks hitting him and doing a hit-and-run. And And he basically uses the police as... um, Like his tool to find where the trucks are so the the police um (laughs) then find where the trucks are bring al with uh with them so he's able that way to locate where the cyclops team is located uh the police along with al go into a warehouse uh which is using being used by the cyclops team as a base uh the police interrogate the team and ask about the hit and run during this time, Al kind of realizes and notices that the Cyclops team are all holding weapons and that they will probably definitely kill the police officer that he brought to them. Um, so he pretends <laughs> he pretends that Bernie is his brother and he tells the police officers that the story's made up and he wants to clear the team, uh, but this was just a lie to get uh, reunited with his brother. Um long last brother. <laughs> uh, so going going back to the subreddit actually, and just to Gundam fandom, I think um one of the opinions that I've I've read a lot from the I just like the explosions fandom of Gundam is there, there's a lot of comments out there about Al being an annoying character, a la the children in Zeta and zero79. Um, I know we may have talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but I'm just wondering
1: what... I completely disagree with that. As the resident child hater of the group, (laughs) I would say that Owl is the best child that we have had so far. Oh,
0: my gosh. His
1: decisions make sense. He's a great artist. Like, he never makes any... Like, I don't know. I think it's also because he seems to exist in a society like rather than all of these other children who seem to only, who like just exist as like supporting characters and seemingly have no outside influence whatsoever from Mm -hmm. any other like, like Al goes to school and he has like friends at school and like he hears opinions from his friends at school and like stuff like that and I don't know I really like Al, I like all of his drawings that he made for Bernie later well like, um,
0: that was cute Al is so great because I don't know, hanging out with my girlfriend's uh, nieces and nephews like, they, Al represents them, like he makes mm-hmm. the kind of decisions they would make. He, he acts like a kid and he a very realistic representation of a kid, and I think that's the real difference between him and a lot of the other children, in the other uh, Gundam animes. And of course, but like, he's like a brave kid. They were serving he's like purposes, he's like, but. Yeah. yeah
1: he like he is a kid that's like a little sendy which is kind of nice like because yeah. i feel like if a real kid were to interact in this this kid would like probably go home and like tell his mom or some shit like an idiot but like al is the perfect amount of like home alone energy in him as well he where he just like yeah. sometimes like takes it under his own fruition and it's just like you dipshit al like why are you doing this but like like, it's like sendy, brave energy yeah. rather than, I don't know. So, like, it's it's important that, or his distinctions from, like, a regular average kid are important to his character. I
0: remember watching that moment where he, like, is realizing what's about to happen when the yeah. cops are there. And he, like, sees the look yeah. in Bernie's eyes and then immediately, like, flips it and was like, oh, my gosh, here am I? And I was like, what a brilliant... Like move. He's so smart. On on a dive, he like switched it, Um, and that's that was one of the moments where I was like, "Yeah, I I love this character. He's yeah, pretty great."
2: I mean, he's like he is playing. Like to him, this is playing. Like he doesn't want the cop to get killed because he doesn't want his team to lose. Kind of. So he's just he he's basically treating it like playing at recess or something. Like, and I think that's like um, part Mm -hmm. of what i really like about al as a character is that um not in a bad way but in the same way that like i see myself i think he's kind of dumb in in the way that like he doesn't understand the weight of things and that's kind of how i feel about Uh like how how i was as a kid like i didn't understand the weight of things or like how dangerous stuff could be but you just do it because like it's cool and you have like confidence and you
1: don't think anything can happen to you because you're a
2: child
1: (laughs) I don't even think that's like a negative trait. Like, I don't. I've also, I've always, or also been told, like, I mean, for me, it's easy to like put it in the context of like action sports. Like, I grew up like skiing and like mountain biking, and like people would get mad at me because they're like Simon, like you don't understand how dangerous what you just did is, and like they would like almost like fault me. But in my eyes, I never saw that as a fault. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, okay, like you might not understand why I did it, but like. I didn't, I'm, like, I'm not just sitting here, like, drool coming out of my mouth making these decisions. Like, I just simply view making decisions in a different way of you, and you're faulting me for it. And, like, Mm -hmm. I always found that, like, really frustrating. Like, whenever I did something that, like, made sense to me and, like, I was confident, even though it was, like, you know, perceived as, like, dangerous or, like, you know, maybe a little bit uh, rash or something, or um yeah rash like i don't know that doesn't necessarily mean you're a weaker character no you're different
2: yeah i think that the way that al is written is just very balanced in the way that like he's not doing anything that i don't think a normal kid would do like i could see myself like climbing around a military base like not thinking that like there would be any repercussions because you're a child and like there sh- there shouldn't be repercussions to what a child does necessarily yeah so yeah i don't yeah. i don't find alit to be really annoying and i, I find it to be a pretty realistic character if i'm being honest so um i just uh, wanted to talk yeah. about that so let let's jump let's jump back in um al decides to stay with the cyclops team and he promises not to get in their way in exchange he wants to help them with their plan um, although he doesn't necessarily understand what the plan is. Um, Bernie is sent as Al's chaperone and Bernie tell uh, in the car, Bernie tells Al about killing um, specifically in space and being a pilot and he claims that he is one kill away from being an ace pilot. Um, don't you may, you may know the answer to this because you've, you've watched ahead. But in this moment, do you think that that Bernie is being truthful and that he is a good pilot or that he's like kind of just talking himself up to a child?
0: Oh, he's definitely got big bro vibes, you know, totally embellishing <laughs> his <laughs> shit. But yeah, I was, uh, you know, this and that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> last season i
1: could fly my fucking zaku this high it
0: was definitely those vibes like he's definitely not telling the truth
2: he's definitely okay that's what i was thinking because like um i don't know just like we haven't really seen him as a pilot and i i like bernie's energy a lot as just a character i think he's a really interesting character but as a pilot like there's no evidence for him being good he like crash landed into in, t- in Forest Park, <laughs> yeah. basically well seen, yeah
1: as we've seen him crashing his fucking mobile suit like and then he basically got shot down
2: by a yeah. gm yeah and then he's just been like a babysitter since then basically so um
3: i don't i don't <laughs>
2: know maybe, maybe i'm wrong but that that's like the first time i watched it i was like oh he's definitely talking shit and then i watched it again before we started recording and i thought Maybe he actually is a good pilot. I, I mean, I truly don't know, so I, I guess I guess we'll find out, or maybe we'll, we'll find out. out. We shall uh, see. Uh, back into the sh- uh, to the story. Uh, Bernie watches uh, over Al's home and makes sure that he doesn't leave or go to the authorities. After Al's mom leaves, Bernie tries to sneak in, but Chris uh, clobbers him with a baseball bat, and. Um, oh. Basically Epic. knock knocks him out because she thought he was a prowler, as as the show likes to say. Um, <laughs> Al and Bernie pretend to be brothers during <laughs> uh, Tea and Coffee with Chris and her family. It's revealed to Bernie and Al that Chris is actually part of the Federation forces, um, and she claims to be a data collector. Um, Bernie and Chris during Dead. this during this tea time, uh share a lot of eye contact, a lot of uh blinking
1: at each other ooey first gooey, round.
0: oingo boingo Dude
1: they'd be such a good match. I'm sorry. I know that's like a big I was shipping theme, them so but like hard. I just wanted to happen oh, so God. much. <laughs> yeah, 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 They're like the first couple that like I'm rooting for in this whole fucking show. Really? Like,
2: the first couple?
1: You're not rooting yeah, for
2: Camille and Fa?
1: camille and fa was fine camille and fa was complicated dude because like camille like tapped the fuck out like at the end of um zeta and like it definitely turned into like a caretaker situation
2: i mean yeah but like i feel like at the end of doubles you mean at the beginning i mean yeah i don't know i feel like i wasn't necessarily rooting for their relationship oh wait what about camille and four
1: yeah oh yeah wait well, i take that back yeah. <laughs> i still think it can happen how camille and four can still get together a thread um somebody write a fan wait, fiction
2: uh, who while while we're on the subject uh who were you all rooting to ship with judo i don't remember rue or l
0: because i was a big roof uh Woo. Um, yeah, things fell through with L. Sure, like there was there was supposed to be something. Um. Yeah, I was shipping I think she ended them up with Beacha. She did, which was weird. I didn't like that. Yeah, okay. I don't like that.
1: Despicable. It, it's like you know, like in the Bachelor, like when they win, and then it's just like a week after the show ends, it's just like yeah, they broke up almost immediately. Yeah, or love like, That's almost certainly what happened with Beach and L. Like oh, at 100%. the end, like. A, w- a week after the last
0: episode, they broke like, up because they're like, yeah, this they- is not working.
2: Yeah, yeah, they both got they both got verified on Twitter and Instagram, and then they were like, we got what we needed. We're influencers They got their now.
1: clout. They got their clout, and then they got oh, out. No, they they yeah. were
0: like kissing, and then they they like, they uh separated, and they looked at each other, and they're like, this is like kissing my cousin. <laughs> oh no! like my. I know because I kissed my cousin. This is like kissing my cousin. That's what they said.
1: Wait, are you not supposed to say that to people that you kiss? Hmm. That's it's no. like a
0: test. It's like if you know, if you kiss somebody and they no? it's not like your your cousin then it's it's okay. But if it's like your cousin then maybe you shouldn't. But uh-huh. how would you
1: know? I don't know. Yes,
2: yeah, Simon, not not the best I don't
1: think I'm ever gonna kiss anyone ever
2: again. Not the best thing to say after kissing somebody. No. Not the best thing.
1: I understand. Um, I was rooting for Rue. I yeah. thought Rue was the coolest. Yeah,
2: definitely. Um, and I was always rooting for, uh, in the couple scenes that the, that we got to see Astonage, and whoever his mm. honey was—I don't remember her name—from.
0: Salad girl. <laughs> salad girl. Salad girl.
1: Salad girl. Salad girl. is <laughs> so oh, to make a song. <laughs> salad girl. No, Astonage probably got, like, really, like, he came out with an acoustic
0: He's like, EP. Oh. Salad girl. He came afterwards. out with an acoustic EP, and then he <laughs> and did are... R an R&B and version. After that, let yeah. me make you some salad Salad girl. Like, oh
1: that's definitely what he said it's like it goes like the bridges or the the chorus is like this okay ready Mm -hmm. it's like salad girl salad girl i wish i could make you one more salad girl girl.
0: uh and then he did he did did a country version it was like a like a sad like i I wish i could make you just one more salad
1: Ooh, I like that. I like you dig deep on he, the end of salad.
0: He did a
2: sub uh subtitle version called Pasta Girl. And
1: it, Ooh. Ooh, yeah, 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 That's like kinda like a Patreon <laughs> zone like, just a pasta girl.
2: <laughs> Alright, back back into the show. Into the show. Uh <laughs> the next day, Al heads. Dude, we've back. been in the show. What are you hey. talking about? <laughs> The next day, (laughs) Al heads back to the Cyclops team warehouse where he finds out that they are building a Xeon mobile suit. Uh, Back at the Fetty base, Chris is actually testing the uh, Gundam. It is revealed that it is called the Alex Gundam. And it has a 360 (gasps) degree monitor uh, like the mobile suits in Zeta. And they even say that this uh, Gundam is being tested for a pilot on the White Base. Amuro.
0: Amuro. (laughs) Amuro.
1: Do you uh, You know how like boys in locker rooms do like the Halo chant? Yeah. I want to get boys in locker room to do the Amuro fucking full soccer stadium just going oh. <laughs> let's do that if let's you, get that uh, going if you all
2: if you all harmonize that last note uh, I, I heard it's kind of like the opposite of the brown note it's called the white note and everyone comes
1: Make, it makes you not want to poop comes, no what the
0: everyone fuck everyone comes <laughs> wait come is
1: not the opposite <laughs> yeah, of poop it is, what the fuck are you, know you talking about <laughs> Yeah, it is.
0: You're, instead of, like, you know, when you poke, if your you... sphincter muscles are relaxed. Guess what? When you come, your sphincter muscles tight. You guys are fucking tight perverts.
2: As hell. <laughs> all right. <You> <laughs> all right. Let's, let's, let's steer I away from this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let, let's, yeah, let's steer... I don't like this. <laughs> let's steer away. Um, it's all relevant. I want to talk about this, like, little... rerouting. All right. Rerouting. All right. <laughs> I want to talk about this little scene of world building um, because I thought it was really cool to have... Yes. like obviously we know the timeline of the story it's happening during 0079 times um but pro- obviously produced way after the fact um i i felt like this was the perfect amount of like same like universe building kind of like a, a very slight mention of the white base and of Gundam of the original RX78 um and then that like 360 degree monitor kind of you know, a nod to the fact that the monitor system changed in between right seventy nine and Zeta. So I don't know. I, I just thought like it was the it it wasn't necess- it wasn't as bad as like Han Solo getting his name because he's alone or whatever the fuck happened in Solo. It's like
3: just just a little snippet <laughs> oh, of
2: yeah. that building. A little bit of context. Dude, I really like
1: it. yeah, it did like it did rogue one world building instead of totally. solo world building cuz like it is like a delicate needle that you have to thread because yeah. like people want to like be able to make that connection themselves like mm-hmm. without being told it because like they want to feel clever.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And it's you, interesting you want it to be too... so minuscule.
0: Like the the world building with the Gundam is like you said it's just the right amount and it's also, you know, again the, the side piece in this case, it's the, the mm-hmm. side character supporting all the, all, everybody else, you know, the humans in the story, which is what, mm-hmm. the, you know, I think the point is, but yeah, it does totally. the world, world building very well.
2: Um, and the, uh, last little bit of the episode, Al and Bernie scope around town, looking for the Federation's secret base after uh after Al actually finds it, they sneak through the maintenance tunnels um to get to where the Gundam is. Al disobeys Bernie and he sneaks into the room where they're keeping the Gundam um but we are left on a cliffhanger as Al is about to get caught dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun.
3: um
2: yeah I think. Um, a lot of action in the next episode, but this was a really good episode of the show. Um, and the one, uh, one more note that I have, which I am sure we'll get to during wrap up, but the background music in this show is, I think, the best music in the Gundam franchise so far. The music is so fucking good. I know. Really uh, good. I mean, I. Like, I wish I had a fucking counter of how many times I said the music is so fucking good during this podcast. But this music in particular is, like, so much better than anything else even. It's so good. (laughs) Like, I have listened to it just, like, boneless. Just, like, hanging out. It's so nice. So, I
0: don't know. Raw Raw dog this
2: music, dude. dude. Yeah, dude. Just, like, raw dog it.
0: The original score is Um, moving. I love it. It's great. Brings yeah. tears to your eyes.
2: Really good stuff. Anyway, um, I think I'm gonna go do the absolute opposite of a cum and go do a poop. And uh while I'm doing that, we're gonna go <laughs> break and we'll be back with more Gundam.
1: You motherfucker, you can't say you we're can't reroute. Re- we're, we're, we're in a break
0: now. We're in a break now, they can't hear you. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. Bye. Fuck this. <laughs>
2: hey welcome back to the show oh while we were gone christian told us all about his crazy weekend where he commandeered yeah. we... a mobile suit i think he's lying though oh shit he is not you
0: telling the truth? you have yeah, a badge dude. to prove it i got a badge to prove it you
1: even I have, have a, a badge? badge to prove it oh yeah show it mm-hmm. to us bro Bro, they're selling those badges at the fucking corner store by I my house. I have a card yeah.
0: and a badge. Okay, limited edition story, certificate bro. Cool. from my mom. <laughs> so,
1: uh, so, I'm going to ask for proof on everything now. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that bit of yours where <laughs> anytime
2: it. anybody says anything, you're like,
1: prove it. Like you were like, oh my gosh! I had the I went on a run this morning. It was so hot. Yeah, prove it. Yeah, prove it. Yeah, you have some stats on the weather this morning in Portland. Sweat levels. You have some empirical data for me. Why don't you just slide that into my Gmail, huh? It'd be great if you could make a little. Because right now it sounds like you're telling a little lie. Makes me feel really small. Yeah, it makes me feel fucking massive. (laughs)
2: What 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 about you feels massive <laughs> right now, Simon?
0: What part of you? My big throbbing <laughs> ego, dude.
1: All right, Christian, my uh... massive gripping ego. <laughs> B-E.
2: Christian, do you want to take us take us through episode episode
0: four? Episode dude, four. My ego's gonna
1: burst. You gotta take us
0: through it. I'll bit. take you guys yeah. over the river and through the woods. No problem take me away hey. to episode four um yes episode four and picks up right where we left off at the end of episode three where those two uh Fetty guardsmen are walking down the hall and uh they're like just about to catch out but they but they don't um but uh before we get there you know, one of the guys was talking about how uh his date ditched him and I just wanted to ask you guys what went wrong.
1: Oh, you didn't hear. Dude, no, what it happened to your Christian? That dude's nudes got leaked the night before. Oh, shit. Yeah.
2: He got canceled right before he canceled the date. Right? He he wasn't
1: He got Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's actually he, he, he got canceled for having a his news got leaked and yeah. the reason he got canceled is because his nipples were like really small yeah
0: like they're almost tiny spent, they're like uh like, oh we can't see your nipples through your sweet. costume. we're gonna read we're gonna need to recast him we can't see his nipples get a new guy yeah. bring him in
1: i don't know what happened though what do you have to do to have your date cancel on you? Maybe something. Came, maybe nothing wrong happened. Maybe mm-hmm. the date was like, "Hey, I came down with an illness yeah. that is contagious, and I deem it pretty responsible not to go to a service place such as or, a restaurant in which like, I could spread that pathogen."
2: Maybe, maybe like a couple days before, there was a big mobile suit battle in the colony that they live in, and uh, the man or woman uh, or person who he was going on a date with was like I'm still processing the trauma of almost dying, so I think that like I'm not yeah, quite ready dude, for this. Fucking so, real shit. I think like it's just a lot on my plate right now. Like <laughs> my my uncle, his, his like le- his leg got smashed by like debris and he's his leg like in got got off, aunt, dude." Like I've been like,
1: you know yeah like, like I, I just got to go home today like i'm yeah. exhausted i mean yeah. i took
2: them like a big zd and like that like that's the best i could do and honestly it's just like i don't feel like i'm enough for this world sometimes like sometimes i feel like i just want to be bigger and better, but i can't be i'm just like trying to be as strong as i can and like which I, is I, I want to go to get ramen with you you seem lovely but like there's just a lot yeah. going on and yeah it's just like I don't know. It's just too much right now.
0: That's that is that, almost certainly I what happened. Word Christian for word what happened. I think that's what
1: Hey, super quick, super quick answer to that question by I know Mike was talking
3: about. <laughs> <of> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> There's just a lot on my plate right now. Much
0: but like uh, yeah. guiding us through this episode. Okay. Um, so after uh Bernie rescues Al from being discovered by those federation uh guardsmen uh we kind of cut to uh Steiner kind of watching the news and it appears that uh heat heat is is rising up and um and Garcia kind of going to this lonely bar and talking to a uh I guess secret informant and he, like, kind of says the the right words and asks the right questions to the bartender. He takes him to the back, and he's showing him, uh...
1: Dude, do you remember what he asked what was for? It?
0: I don't, actually. He
1: asked for a flat oh, beer. Oh, yeah, he's like, yeah. He's, he's like, I need a flat beer. You have a flat beer? And I thought, like, that shit... That's the most unhinged thing to ask someone. Yeah. And, like, I... I, I mean, it's, obviously, like, the viewer isn't... It's not a good it was it's, pretty, not it's
0: pretty on the nose, it's right? It's like, I would like for you to go yeah. to the back to get me the flat beer.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, flat beer. Like are
1: you sure you don't have any flat beer?
2: It's pretty much like if I was at a bar and somebody's like I would like a flat beer, I'd be like, that person's up to something. Like I'm gonna listen to what they're saying yeah. because like that's clearly a code because it's unhinged to ask
1: for a flat beer. He also didn't have to use a code, because there's nobody if, else in the but bar. But what if there you know, is, but... a, like, a
0: psycho <laughs> that walks in the bar that actually prefers, like, and the bartender thinks... Well, then
1: he's going to get a ton a of, like, information that he didn't ask for. He's like, oh, yeah. no, I
0: just really want
1: like, flat beer.
2: Like, yeah, I think you're... Yeah, I think your code word has to be not alcohol-related. Like, it needs to be, like oh, I stepped in pigeon shit this morning and then, like, spilled coffee all over my crotch.
0: What is with you with shit today? (laughs) And then I came. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Maybe the code could be, like,
1: something. Oh, I woke up this morning and took a monster (laughs) shit and then came everywhere. Can you show me where the secret files are now? (laughs) Like... Dude, no one will ever walk into a bar and say that you like. never know what
0: might happen you know you never know it's better but, than flat beer i'll say that right better um than flat beer. so yeah so they exchanged some uh top secret information and uh then we kind of cut to a meeting between bernie and everybody and he's kind of Showing them always like, Hey, look all this great data we got. And uh oh, Garcia picks. comes out of nowhere and rocks him in the face. He was like, That was so risky, you could have blown everything you could have ruined the whole operation, this and that. Um, but you know, eventually things calm down, you know, and all that stuff. And so uh mm-hmm. afterwards, mm-hmm. uh Bernie takes uh Al home and he runs into Christina. Um, or I guess he takes Al to Christina's place, uh, so that he can uh, sleep, and they have a you know nice little conversation, and uh, you know they share each other's names, which again, in Japanese culture is a very important thing, very mm-hmm. intimate thing. So that was very mm-hmm. cute, very cute, very heartwarming incident. Yes. Made me.
1: The fucking parents there just, like, moving the blinds when he walks away, just both <laughs> looking at him. Do you remember so, that?
0: So, um, I <laughs> want to ask you guys, like, um, if Christina's, or Christine? Is Christine? I think it's Christine. She's sitting right there in front of you, and you're Bernie, and you're trying to, like, close the deal. What is it that you say?
3: hmm
1: Definitely fucking... Hate, hate those Zeons! You look am like I right? Wendy from Wendy's.
0: How's <laughs> Dave Thomas Zeons? Am I right? Your father, the founder <laughs> of Wendy's. Hey,
1: s- square burger much? Can I get a
0: frosty? Can I get a, you? You kind of remind me of somebody.
1: Hey, I think there's. <laughs> I found a fingernail in a finger in my chili. (laughs) In my chili,
0: did you? I mean,
1: my butt. Were you there? And by a finger. Oh wait, no, no, no. How can we twist that into like a pickup line? Like I thought that Wendy's only put fingers in chilies, but I, I want you to put it in my mouth.
0: I want to accidentally put put you in my part of you in my mouth in my yeah
1: but like not as a health oh. code violation
0: in a really i'm healthy, like really clean, clean, clean
1: manner in like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh like yeah i mean i
0: think i think if you approach it that way 100 percent success every single time you know guaranteed mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah 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 Oh, you got me oh now you gotta be thinking about Wendy's I want I want to get fries and a all frosty. Right, let,
2: Did we get right, let, uh, let's let's bit? I live really close to a Wendy's. Let us speed through. Did let's we, speed through this so I can get to get some Wendy's.
0: <laughs> Do we get started this just because she looks like the Wendy's girl? I guess she does. She does yeah. look like Wendy's. She does have her hair is pretty. Wait, dang she doesn't good.
2: look like the Wendy's girl. She looks like Wendy from Wendy's. I will credit Wendy. Alex
1: Ale- Alex was the person who p- who pointed out that she looked like Wendy's. Oh,
2: name. the Gundam?
1: That's Gundam.
2: Yeah, Alex the-, the Alex Gundam told you that.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. The <laughs> Alex
0: Gundam. Um so all right, let's get let Actually, no, I I do want to say one thing is that um Christine actually takes the cake uh as my favorite Gundam Gal. So far. The best gal. best gal. Best gal? Best gal? Wow. I know. I know. Yeah. That's a big best statement,
1: gal. brother.
2: I mean, not not, not that for me. I gotta say, I'm still a Sailor man.
0: Still a Sailor we're man. Sailor.
2: I don't regret no. that. Where the fuck is Sailor? Sailor could, Sailor could be in this show. We don't know.
0: We don't know.
1: She could be outside. Where's has Sailor?
0: Hashtag where's Sailor? Free Christian and Where's Sayla. Hashtag Where's say So, um, Misha and Garcia are up to shenanigans, you know, setting bombs, getting ready for the big day when they're about to, you know, either find or destroy the Gundam, you know, actually carry out the operation. So they kind of do what they need to do. And then we kind of cut to Al in the classroom. And this is kind of like a, an important little scene where he's kind of, you know, lately he's not been hanging out with his buddies as much because he's been busy hanging out with Bernie and the Cyclops team.
2: Oh my god, I love this scene.
0: Michael, take, This might be my favorite scene in the show. It. Tell me about it.
2: This is this is when uh, Al finds out that everyone thinks that the Zeons are the bad guy. And I love that. (laughs) I love it so much because, like... What what do you mean? Because it is exactly how kids talk about this stuff. Like, it's bad guys and good guys. Just, I I don't know. Like, it's just so childish, but also, like, so funny. And so, like, real at the same time.
1: And, like... Like my parents said that these were the bad guys. Exactly, bad yes. Guys.
0: It's exactly what happens. He's, yeah. like, drawing little zakus on his little paper. and His drawings look really good. Friend I comes like up. his illustrations. I can't illustrations. remember if his friend's like, why are you drawing Zeon, Mobiles? Or he's like, are you drawing a Gundam? He's, he's
1: like, why like, are I'm you the drawing N-. the enemy? And he's like, no, I'm drawing yeah.
0: the... the and he's like, why are you drawing the enemy? And then it kind of, like, uh, you know, yeah. goes into this little children's argument. It's like, well, they're, they're awful, you know. Um and yeah. it's But I mean that's also like I feel like I
2: feel like it is a nod to the meta narrative of the show. Like I feel like it's a nod to the oh, watchers 100%. of the show that like minus Char's counterattack, like there's no good guy and bad guy necessarily. I mean that there is, but like at the same time the good guys are not the good guys. Like um Do you know, uh this is my favorite way to uh describe something is describing a visual meme so uh do you all know the padme and anakin meme yeah do it
1: do it dude
2: so it's like anakin yeah and yeah is there and he's like um
1: yeah wait what frame are we on we're on the upper left hand frame right yeah, so now
2: we're on top frame and he's like these are the zeons or uh the zeons are the bad guys is what he says and then uh <laughs> uh padme says yeah. oh so the federation is the uh good guys right and then the next frame is anakin and he's not saying anything and then and then it's padme saying <laughs> wait so the federation no are, text. The, are the good guys right but they're not they're not the good uh, guys That's Michael, th-
1: not. i am so glad like th- you know what i was talking about earlier mm-hmm. about how when you have a point you want to get across it's important to choose the medium correctly yep i think that describing a meme was the best way to get this point across <laughs> and i'm just really happy that all my friends are so smart
2: um if if anybody out there wants to find the meme i believe i re- retweeted it on twitter using our gundam account so go find it in uh Give a uh, like or follow to whoever originally posted or it. Or share. I didn't think that. Or I'm not that creative.
0: S- do, something. do something.
2: Yeah. Do something with do it because it's a really funny meme. It's fucking funny. Anyway, go ahead, Christian. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Well, anyways, yeah, it's it's a, a look at how these lines are arbitrarily drawn and that people, especially children, pick those things up from from day one. And so, you know, and really those things are – when you really think about it are meaningless to the children but then they get caught up in it anyways right in the in the reality and the horror of war because all these adults are preoccupied mm-hmm. with all these uh all this nonsense that has nothing to do with them really and i think that's that's also part of the illustrating the tragedy of it all um, which yeah it's a th- it's not a throwaway scene and that's what's great about uh war in the pocket because it's an ova and it's so condensed i you know that probably explains it but i i love the efficiency of uh this show in that not a shot not a moment is wasted everything is meaningful everything is impactful everything you're seeing as opposed to um i don't know watching char ride a horse through a field um Oh, that's not a bet. That's not a good yeah. example because that's an important moment. But you know, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it that was, was actually argued that that moment was essential <laughs> to the plot. <laughs> that's
0: what I was gonna
2: say. So, <laughs> not a great analogy. But... I actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, court of law said that that is a uh, really important to the. Oh uh,
1: yeah, uh, that's true. That uh, was a, of le- a seminal it's case. It's legally yeah. a cornerstone. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um,
0: after that we kind of we see a meeting between Steiner and uh, a secret Xeon agent the bartender um he's kind of like a handler mm-hmm. intermediary he he transmits orders uh from from up top and mm-hmm. he they're basically having this conversation where he's telling Steiner he's like you realize that you guys are decoys right you're you're just all you're here to do is just figure out whether or not the Gundam's here and they'll probably mm-hmm. nuke this colony once they find out it's here just to make sure the job is done. Right. And Steiner was like, yeah, I, I had a sense that was the case. Um, And so basically you realize that they're basically on a suicide mission. Um,
1: This is like the first time that that's brought up because that kind of, I think, is the um kind of like the main climax of the show like the insight this is almost the inciting incident of like the um why or of this self-contained little story um in which like the climax of it would be you know this nuke getting dropped so yeah i it's... don't know wait who was going to nuke the um zeon yes. would nuke the colony Zion. or the feddies yeah, would? They... okay why would they nuke the colony? Because the Fitties well, are developing, yeah, they're a Gundam. developing a
0: new Gundam.
1: Oh, yeah. And these people are spies for the yes, Zeons. They're, they're forgot- special Or, forces. Like, yeah, or special uh-huh. agents for the Zeons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because gotcha. right now,
0: RX-78 is fucking shit up. And the last thing they want is another Gundam doing the same thing.
1: Oh, yeah. I understand. Uh, I understand.
0: And so, yeah. So we kind of... I, I also we kind of really like those espionage moments um and i that's i i love that heisty uh secret agent vibe to the show um you love love heist heist. give me more heist baby
2: (laughs) yeah Um, simon and i were talking about heists earlier we love a good heist
1: we should start like stealing shit from each other
2: oh that's a really good idea
1: yeah and like sometimes we can like do you think like maybe like take to it too far like I steal your wedding <laughs> ring or something, and like
0: good luck like a steal You'll scout luck.
2: No, do not do that.
0: <laughs> Challenge
2: accepted. Take my wedding ring. <laughs> I'm, like so OCD about I'll scouts' well being. You a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: no, that would that would tear you apart. I would it never would. do that. I promise. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. Oh. Imagine if I just sent you, like, a fucking picture of, like, flashlight beaming on Scout in the middle of the woods, like, <laughs> he's safe for now. <laughs> like... Also, <laughs> I, I would actually be so upset.
0: <laughs> you would, like, unironically be like, Simon, give me a call. <laughs> oh. um, also, at the end of that conversation, um, it becomes apparent that the Xeon, or I guess elements within Xeon fighting forces realize this is a a losing battle that they're likely going to lose the war Mm. which is an interesting little other piece of world building that um, you know Mm -hmm. it kind
2: of totally. and
0: again that little throwaway line quote unquote um, kind of is really it hits you because it's it gets you you know thinking about existential questions like well why is it that they're here in the first place, then at all, risking their lives and mm-hmm. uh, you know putting other people in danger and this and that. Um, and what is the point? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Say it again. Say it again. So, um, Al and Bernie are you know having a little. Little heart to heart on top of the warehouse where they're making their plans and such, and you know, basically Bernie's telling him realistically, we got a fifty-fifty shot of this going right or wrong, so you know, you never know, and so at the stakes. And it still doesn't.
2: Go ahead. It still doesn't seem that Al understands what the plan is, like
0: or I, what I don't the, think what Al is about to happen. Knows
2: what they're doing. No. Yeah. He clearly doesn't because he ends up at the thing when it happens,
0: but like he and he has
2: no idea what's happening.
0: I would, despite Bernie like yelling at him and telling him to come nowhere near the base, he does the absolute opposite. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, of course. But yeah, to your point, Michael. Yeah, he doesn't get what's about to happen at all. It's it's like this big old train is about to smash into his reality, and this whole episode I most of it I think does a really good job of building up that that tension you know things are getting more real, and you can see the characters feel it you know they're starting to get nervous they're realizing that this is you know likely not something they'll walk away from you know mm-hmm. uh, Garcia even despite him being as you know as serious and business like he's like I guess has developed a soft spot for Bernie, and is you know tries to tell him to stay alive, which I thought was like a nice little moment. I and a, another example of how War in the Pocket does a really good job of, you know, adding those human layers to it, um, making it really compelling. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, was there anything you guys wanted to bring up or talk about uh, along the way? You guys kind of want to want me to keep going over the the situation here keep
2: going
1: you're good i yeah i honestly um i feel like the second part of episode four was where i was the least invested in watching it um i just don't remember a whole lot just um i don't know why i think like the beginning of episode four i remembered a lot more but um
0: yeah yeah the the end of episode four hits you like a ton of bricks um, so we realize that it's mm-hmm. it's uh Christmas time, and uh we get shots of like downtown there's like christmas trees of decorations and
1: oh wait oh wait i i have I have the burning question motherfucker the sound effect this hand
3: of mine is burning red. Its loud roar tells me to grasp victory Erupting, burning...
2: question
1: I have the burning question, motherfucker. Let's do it. Is War in a Pocket? Is War in the Pocket a Christmas movie? Yes,
0: it is. Yes.
2: Most certainly.
0: <laughs> oh now I have to watch this for Christmas. Fuck yeah. I'm so yeah. funny.
2: I can't wait to anyway. make all of my children sit down and watch this every fucking Christmas
1: Eve. <laughs> We're watching the whole thing through, awesome baby. Episodes. <laughs> You're going to learn about life, death? Dad, can we just watch episode four? No. 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 The you previous just... episodes are pivotal to flesh out these beautiful characters, son.
2: The weight of their death does not hold any value without the previous three episodes, <laughs> son and daughter.
1: Son and daughter <laughs> and offspring, alien and golden
2: uh, retriever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love my three bedroom,
0: my two car garage with my, my, my lovely white wife.
1: Fence. What's for dinner
0: tonight? A ham. My laundry was folded.
2: Now son. <laughs> Now, son, that Zaku is just like my (laughs) F-250.
3: Just as powerful as
1: my Ford. Wow. Same about my power. It's it's like I'm peering through a a looking glass to the future. This is crazy. (laughs) We're like two years out from this, dude.
2: Yeah, in two years, I'll have an F-250.
1: And a fully grown son and daughter. (laughs) Yeah. Test tube.
0: And a golden retriever. (laughs) Test tube children. Yeah. Uh, Test tubes. Okay, so now we're kind of getting to the thick of the action here, right? Well, we're still kind of in the quiet before the storm, I'll be honest. So um, Al is like, wants to be there for the whole show. He's like, I want to help, you know, and this and that. And so he finds a way onto the facility, and uh, he s- somehow scams a visit with this character called, is his name Charles Lamumba.
2: Sounds good to me. Uh, but I, I do not remember that sounds, character's name. I didn't take any notes on, on this uh, um, <laughs> episode.
0: Okay, okay. Richard Lumumba. Lumumba? Lumumba number yes, five. Yes, Richard. <laughs> Richard, or <laughs> as I like to say, Dick. Ha ha ha. When we played golf, played nine holes yesterday. No, um, his name is uh, Richard Lumumba. He's a paraplegic <laughs> professor, and he developed mechanical limbs in the lab- laboratories <laughs> at the UN Medical Center at the Libet Colony in the Rio Republic. So he's, he's like... Um, wow. All of he's basically probably... His name a, is Richard Lumumba? <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> uh, important in terms of like... Uh, maybe he's like a godfather of mobile suit technology and we just don't know it and he's like up in this show could be
2: anyways i'd be cool if he came back in a different episode or so, or like different series um <laughs> it'd be like interesting that would be
0: that actually would be super tight
1: char uh, takes off his glasses who is
0: that? It's Richard, Richard Lumumba. I Mumba. mean, if Cameron Bloom can make a cameo, so can I what Richard. I, was say. <laughs> I have tons of them. Richard, Richard, Richard Lumumba needs to come back. Um, but however, as this is happening, um, Garcia, Misha, and Steiner are doing their, are in the middle of infiltrating the base themselves, and even killing guards. Um, And incapacitating them along the way Um, Misha um, he had a kind of discussion with Steiner earlier and he's basically going to be doing uh, doing a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to being the decoy so he's going to distract everybody while uh, Steiner Garcia and Bernie attempt to destroy the Gundam so and that scene when he fires up what is the name of that mobile suit does anybody know
2: i don't know but it's cool is, it looks like a beefier zaku like really beefy really thick but it, it has its own vibe I, i'm not sure the name of it it's really cool, is anybody like gonna interested
0: well. in oh i love that blue what what kind of it's not a cold it's like uh a version of a cobalt blue that's much more satisfying and deeper. Mm-hmm. It's the MS 18 Kampfer, but, anyways, I love yeah. the design of this mobile suit, it's extremely satisfying. Actually, I might try and order this one. I already have the Alex.
1: Does it have a kit?
0: It has to, yeah, surely, it does. surely, mate. Anyways, yeah.
1: My favorite mobile suit so far, you know the ones that were like little like mini mobile suits that were like covering up the big Gundam with like a blanket?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I like those ones.
0: Those ones. The little guys. The little mini the, the, like the little guys.
1: You... I love I love um, the little guys. You love little guys.
0: Yes, so the camphor kind of has this badass scene where it fires up and it's ready to fuck some shit up. And um, anyways, uh, Bernie uh, starts having a conversation because they've stolen some Federation uniforms, so they're kind of like trying to go about their business, getting close to the Gundam as they possibly can. Bernie starts a conversation with uh, another Federation guard there about the weather in Australia, and oh boy, that's when things go south. Let me tell ya. Let me tell ya. Um. So, what was Bernie's fatal mistake, Michael?
2: He said, "Uh, in in Australia right now it would be covered in snow. I I realize his home in Australia It would be it'd be covered in snow right now," is what he said. Um, and then. So, yeah, he says that, and the the guard at the time is like, oh, yeah, no big deal. And then he's thinking about it for a while, and shit starts to go awry. Like, stuff starts happening, and he's like, wait. It's not... It's like, that's in the Southern Hemisphere. It's not winter in Australia right now. It's hot. It's summertime. And so that's when he runs back. And do you know... um, This is my theory. Um, Do you remember in inglorious bastards when there's the basement scene and that basement oh bar, yes um, yes and, and there's the the guy and he's pretending to be german and he does the the three like this uh, yeah where it's yeah your your three middle fingers instead of, up, instead of yeah instead of oh, like yeah. that and uh my my new working theory is that um and th- that's like when shit goes down and that This scene reminded me so much of that that my new theory is that Quentin Tarantino loves War in the Pocket and um, based that scene around this because it is like the same thing where something it felt very reminiscent like some simple mistake makes yeah makes shit just completely go down and just like everybody starts getting killed.
0: Everybody starts getting killed or maimed, even the important characters, and it like it, mm-hmm. it gives you the sense that nobody's safe and anything yeah, fucking, can happen in this moment. Yeah, yeah, nobody. yeah. Old man got shot. Steiner.
2: Yeah, but I, I, I yes, yeah, Steiner Spiders got shot immediately, immediately. is, and then a lot of the other guys get hit. I believe that um, maybe another, maybe Bernie gets gets grazed or something but yeah i love i love the that kind of feeling when you're watching something and then there's like the the surprise like everyone could die here and i didn't know that and i was trying to think of examples and what i came up with is yeah inglorious bastards definitely i mean has that that basement scene where you're like these characters that they developed so well all just die at the same time uh hateful eight does the same thing another quentin tarantino movie uh the Red oh, yeah, wedding and Game of Thrones, just like su- surprise <laughs> or you know there's just like a lot of i don't know I I'm love to think people of, do that yeah just like sudden scenes where where violence breaks out unexpectedly i mean like this is kind of expected but not in the in the way that like characters that you know by name are killed so quickly
3: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i mean it's like absolute carnage uh not only in the base but also in the city because as like fighting ensues between uh misha's mobile suit and the federation forces there's like debris falling everywhere and and, like blowing up half almost like a third of a city block you know falling on innocent women and children and just you Mm -hmm. know shit starts happening dude and these badass rgm suits fly out of the sky. I, I, I want me a couple kits of them right there. Those are really cool. But uh, yeah, so this nasty, brutal gun battle ensues. Uh, Steiner's taken out basically right away. Bernie is doing everything everything he can to fend off the all the Federation forces that are converging on him. And uh, while Garcia desperately fights his way uh, towards the Gundam with uh, some munitions in hand and despite his best efforts he fails to blow up the Alex Gundam and uh, Bernie essentially realizes that they on their end they've, they've failed the mission like it's 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 done for so he basically tries to do the best he can to take Siner out of there um, and uh Meanwhile, uh, Al is also there, and he he gets caught up in the blast. And um, eventually, uh, Christine jumps into the Alex Gundam just in time, right as Misha shows up with the uh, with his mobile suit to destroy it. And she uh, a epic battle ensues between the Alex Gundam and. This here. I want to get the name of this right. I don't want to keep saying this. The the camphor. And there's mm-hmm. this, like, incredible scene where uh, he, Misha draws out the beam sword and rushes Christine, and she whips out her gun cannon out of the arm and just fucking uh, turns him into Swiss cheese, essentially. But that... Yeah. yeah, that like seeing the
1: cockpit or like what yeah. happens yes. to the cockpit. That's I said I this say. um yes. at an earlier point where like I-, I think that like targeting like whenever a fight starts targeting the cockpit, it gets a little bit more twisted because like usually mm. they just try to like shoot their heads off or whatever. And like that's kind of the thing. But like the cockpits are in the body. um, But the yeah, just like all of the blood like oozing out and stuff like. I don't
0: know. It was but to watch his, to his flask but... kind of like bounce around in the cockpit as it's getting filled with bullet holes is like a little. I mean, like mm-hmm. you don't spend very much time yeah. with this character, and there's nothing really to, to, yeah, it's to. It's not ent- super ent- likable, but you still <laughs> feel like, oh no, like Misha, <laughs> you know, you feel like yeah, fuck, like what a um, gruesome way to die. It's Really <laughs> tragic at the end <clears throat> and um, mm-hmm. are they outside of uh, Al's school during the, no, they're outside of the base during this battle. Um, and so uh, yeah. it kind of ends with Al kind of staring at this scene, um, frozen in a state of kind of shock and, and terror. Um, and yeah, the, this, this episode hits hard. Um <clears throat> and i think i mean the the last episode I and mean, we'll get there we'll we'll talk about it in our in our next podcast but uh that battle it's pretty hard but i feel like this episode is the most i don't know it's like the set piece of the of the show yeah it's like um the it's like,
2: almost like the climax yeah.
0: i would say yeah the penultimate climax uh, i mean i've I watched say. the last two episodes
2: Yeah, but it's definitely, like... I don't know how much more they can do considering they killed the Cyclops team. Um, Right, the entire team, except for Bernie. All right. (laughs) Yeah, so just, like, wrapping up, what I'm... Obviously, I think both of you have seen ahead. I have not. Um, But what I'm excited about is I want to see the fallout of this. Christina and Bernie if they get more screen time together if yes. bernie's found out i want to know like how al's gonna process this um and i want to see like what ha- what happens with the alex gundam because canonically we know it never makes it to amuro so like something has to happen here mm-hmm. and i'm really interested to see what happens because it looks sick from what we've seen in this one it's one little set piece there it, the the way that it was piloted it was really cool and um i thought i thought it was a really cool mobile suit so i feel like um honestly like I- i'm super excited just to watch these next two episodes cuz I, I get to finish something i don't know like i think that uh the feeling of getting to finish something so quickly is also exciting cuz we watch these 50 episode long uh shows so many times that it's so nice just to be <laughs> like. tonight i get to
1: watch yeah
2: 40, 40 minutes the end of, was immediately of anime. in
1: sight yeah so I think um watching I kind of like just watching the two episodes. You got to hold on to them like it's like you know at like fancy restaurants they give you like smaller serving sizes.
2: Yeah.
1: We're at a fancy restaurant. And we just That's
2: a uh, really good analogy. Yeah, it's not like a buffet. Yeah, no,
1: I'm nuts. I'm so smart. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm really well spoken. <laughs>
0: oh, I have to oh, um, I have to amend my um, summary of the the very end of this last episode. Uh, it ends with uh, Bernie holding Steiner's dead body in his arms and uh, him holding uh, Al at uh, gunpoint. Because he, he didn't know it was Al because he was surprised by him. But yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's a very like emotionally... Yeah. And the music at this last scene is just chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredible. Anyways, sorry, I had to throw that in.
2: Yeah, I mean so like i don't know i don't want to i feel like we've done a, a really good do- job so far talking about the show and about these episodes specifically and kind of like what we think about it um in the context of it but going into the last block w- what are you hoping for in an ending and also like where in the context of everything that we've seen where are you ranking or in the pocket so far like are you thinking this is the best thing that you've seen so far or is it is it up there or not so much? And I'll I'll start with uh, Christian.
0: This is peak I feel like so far what we've seen. This is peak Gundam. This is exactly what I feel like me personally what I want out of a Gundam story, right? I want it to feel mm-hmm compelling i want it to feel human i want it to feel emotional i want it to have some some levity as well i want i want all the badassness and it delivers on every single um level and it's it's just i don't know it's amazing it's master grade perfect grade
2: <laughs> yeah Simon, S- what about you
1: I want, um, Bernie to have, like, a secret, really important role, like, that he played in, like, 0079. Like, like I want him to, like, secretly, because you know how in, like, Rogue One, like, the team secretly played a super important role because they, like, mm-hmm. gave the Got Death the... Star plans? Totally. I, I want, like, I want, like, Bernie to, like, be the one that, like, presses the button to, like, give, um like, the white base, some sort of information that they couldn't have, you know, in, in which was pivotal for, like, 00789 to happen. Like, I think that that would be really cool because I love Bernie. Bernie, great guy. Like, well, I mean, really he, a standout guy.
2: He is on the opposite side of white base, so, so you're, you're hoping that he turns as a character.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, yeah, I want him... I, I think it's going to be, like, an epic, like... As he's dying, he, like, has his, like, final... Mm-hmm. He, like, reflects on the war and everything. Or maybe he does something to, like, save Al. I bet you that's what's going to happen. Or I mostly just like, want him and Chris to get together.
2: Yeah, maybe Chris changes his mind about the side he's on or something.
1: Yeah. It's, it is exactly. it is weird, like, the
2: uh, the idea of, like, Bernie being a bad guy. Or, like, you know, like, within the context of the show. Like, he's a Xeon pilot because he doesn't seem to really care about... Like the whole thing about the Zeon, like, well, it's just a reflection of like he's a soldier for the Zeons who doesn't really, probably doesn't really care that much about the cause. Like he was probably just drafted into the war. Yeah. And he's just a soldier now. I don't know. At least we've gotten, we've gotten Mm -hmm. no context that he cares.
0: Yeah. Or has any real, like, skin in the game. Um, yeah yeah no i think i'm definitely a part of the bernie bro club uh he like doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of flavor to his character but for some reason he's really endearing mm-hmm. and i think it's partly because he like yeah yeah it's not like big that brother vibe, so dude. well totally. yeah, And i think that's what i i think i probably connect with him on. yeah
2: um so simon uh as far as the quality of War in the Pocket, um, where are you personally ranking it so far, like without taking into consideration the ending yet? Like, just, just how are
1: you feel about it? So far, it's. I think it's my number one. It's different from. It's just like. I personally like art that's like shorter to consume. All my favorite video mm. games are short video games like just like smaller more palatable stories and like this is exactly what that is char's counter-attack could have been that for me but it wasn't yeah um so i think that like this is what i look for and like i don't know i keep saying like the word art like i'm some sort of fucking dweeb but like (laughs) i don't know like this one seems like way more like yeah it's like a piece Mm -hmm. of work you know the cause, mm-hmm. like like tv doesn't necessarily always feel like it's like a because it's of like artwork. at the end of like, the day is to make money fucking, like right early yeah exactly exactly or or yeah and it's just like pleasing the execs and like whatever like i mean like in the show writers certainly not always don't get like complete freedom on over everything but like this to me i like would put it in the same category as like an indie game or something like that, mm-hmm. where it's just like a very short, high quality story instead of like a triple A game, which like could be really high quality, but it just can't possibly feel as personable as a game made yeah.
0: by an It does indie feel studio. like a work of art for sure. Totally. That's how I feel when I like watch it or consume Definitely. it. Definitely. Or interact with it. It's, yeah.
1: So far so far it's yeah, my favorite for those reasons.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, I think it feels more like a work of art because it's self-contained and it's also, like, apart from the little flourishes of world-building, it's not concerned about the scope of everything uh-huh. necessarily. Yeah. And, like, in that
1: right. Con- right. being contained, it's able like, to... No like, no new-type bullshit. Yeah. new-type
2: friends. But, yeah, I'd have to agree with both of you. Like, as as far as, like, what we've watched, it's either 1 or 1A. Like, it's up there. I mean, Double Zeta's, in my opinion, the best we've seen in for the podcast um
1: really good depending on how
2: the yeah depending on how the ending lands it it could be up there with another um another show that we haven't gotten to yet that i think is the best that i've ever seen so we'll see but i mean it it just like makes me really excited to get to some more of these ovas because we have a couple more that are coming up that are gonna be super similar in like, the scope of the story and stuff, so... I don't know, I'm stoked. What is I'm like next? am just really happy with, uh... Uh, after we finish this, we're on to F-91. F-91. The movie. Ah, the movie...
0: Yeah.
2: Yes, so, so we have a movie, and then I believe... Correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's Stardust Memory after that, which is another oh. OVA.
0: Oh. Hey, beautiful.
2: Yeah, so a movie... And then an OVA, and I think a series after that. Maybe G Gundams after that. I, uh, don't oh hell that. yeah!
0: So, yeah, I am so pumped for yeah. Seeing, I'm uh, like,
2: ever yeah. Everything that's coming up, I'm really excited about because F ninety one, I think, is gonna be interesting and different. Stardust Memory is one that I've like been looking forward to for a long time, along with War in the Pocket, and then G Gundam's just gonna be fun as fuck. So, a lot, a lot to look forward. Um. Before we end today's episode, is there anything else that you guys want to say before we before we close out?
0: I don't know. We're starting to knock these shows out. It's making me a little nervous. Maybe we're moving through this franchise a little too fast. I don't know. <laughs>
1: There's no there so, so many what? 50 episode <laughs> series coming up. If we if I'm sorry, like I I don't mean to phrase it like but like if we get to like the last episode of the last series i want you to like execute (laughs) me right before the like the closing titles so i like so i never complete it like because like this is an insane thing to do like especially to like have to form opinions because like that's the way like i had a friend who like watched all of naruto and I'm like, oh, like what was your favorite part? He's like, I don't know, man. Like I don't remember any of <laughs> it. But like we have like, like documented it. Like yeah. we're like using yeah, like the fucking scientific up. method, like picking apart this shit. It's kind of fucked I up. We're kind of twisted. Yeah.
2: I mean, like it, it makes twisted. me feel better when I see the other Gundam podcast doing episode by episode, and that I, like truly, truly is t- the Gundam mobile suit. Yeah, mobile, mobile suit breakdown. Like you're doing god's work but in my opinion like i just don't think you're doing could...
1: one episode per
2: yeah they've been doing their podcast for a lot longer than us and they're still in double zeta Um wow and it's a, like they go really oh deep and the, they, they go they go really hard on philosophy and background of stuff um whereas we that's are a dope, lot more though. that's awesome comedic in our approach Nothing but
1: respect for my troops. Yeah, literally
0: nothing but respect. We talk about poop (laughs) and cum, and they talk about real things. Yeah, yeah, we talk
2: (laughs) real, real, real shit. Christian just
1: hit a vape when he was saying that. So (laughs) we're we're pretty relaxed. (laughs) Yeah, we. Oh, we talk about poop and cum. Oh man, (laughs) different strokes for different folks, baby. (laughs)
2: <laughs> what podcasts are we shouting out right now? Um,
0: Should we be more specific? Mobile Suit Breakdown. Mobile Suit Breakdown. breakdown. Yeah, Mobile give Suit Breakdown. Give them a listen and give them a review. Yeah. Also, um, give us a review. Yeah, I'm
2: actually... Give ex- them a
1: fucking review.
2: I'm excited to, like... Well, I was really hesitant. I listened to a couple episodes of theirs, but I didn't want to color any of my opinions by hearing other people's of right. things. So I, yeah. I just kind of stopped and... I, I like was like, damn, they're doing a really good job, but um, I I didn't want to like necessarily steal any of their content. Um, but right, you don't want their teaks or their takes them, uh,
0: seeping can, into your. Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, so now that we're ahead, I can go back and kind of. I want to. I specifically want to hear uh, stuff about Double Zeta and when they get to Char's counterattack. But I right. have I have one more topic of discussion because. Um, in i think like four or five days from when we're recording this a new gundam movie will be released on netflix a brand new movie and my Sweet. question to what? you to is... what the fuck
1: are you talking about
2: what do you mean what the fuck i've seen you every trailer
1: <laughs> is it Hathaway that's coming out on netflix
2: yeah, it's coming out on July 1st yeah, on Netflix. Dude. Gundam and Netflix have oh, it so up
0: it's... on some shit, dude.
1: That's
0: yeah. good. Ah, I kinda I, want I, Netflix to
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good for all, you know, for everybody because they just released the first or like the three compilation movies of Gundam 79, and then they released Shars Counterattack on Netflix as well. And now they're gonna do Hathaways Flash. So my question to you two is should we do an episode where we watch Hathaway's Flash? A bonus episode, so it's not our
0: official. I th- yeah, I think we're gonna have to.
1: Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Okay. So okay, this is. Dude, this I is love my... talking about Gundam with y'all.
0: Yeah.
2: So this is uh this is the Talkin' shop um episode uh or the ending to this. So the, the listeners are loving this. They love to hear behind the scenes. Oh, this is what they're here so for. So we'll finish. Uh, so we'll finish Feel one the, the pocket back. whenever we record that whether it be tomorrow or whenever and then we will uh, do some bonus episodes, Christian and I um, need to work on some stuff and then before we yeah. do our episode on F91, we'll release a bonus episode where we just talk very superficially about Hathaway's Flash um, and that won't be within a season it'll be a, be a complete yes. bonus episode
0: completely bonus sound good sounds good completely good bonus. plan good plan cool
2: and actually now that i think about it that episode could possibly come out before this one so you might have already heard that listeners and if you did good on you if not you'll hear it soon
0: you'll hear or, it Any are the listeners
1: like mm-hmm. are the listeners entering a yeah. movement <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Insane. Well, th- this episode's like pretty, we're like pretty far ahead. So because we have two episodes to release before this one, so yeah, It'll be a couple weeks. Anyway, Simon Christian, thank you guys so much for talking more in the pocket with me today.
0: It's always a pleasure. Always. A Michael, pleasure. thank you. Thank you. And out
1: loud.
2: And if you try and pull that shit where you record without me again, you're fired.
1: Oh, no. I thought he forgot. Oh, dude, I need this job. I need this job.
0: (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you to DJRX78. Thank you, as always, to Alex, uh, who is with us in spirit. Thank you to Alex, the Gundam. And thank you to Alex, Simon's friend, for uh (laughs) the one take that you contributed (laughs) we love you all so much thank you for listening two takes sorry um and we will see you next time uh don't let the weight of earth's gravity pull you down bye yeah
1: bye bye Wait, Michael, have you been signing off every episode like that? Did you guys start doing that? That was cool.